Hey, Politipop heads, happy Friday, and this is Mike Booch coming in to let you know that we have a content warning for the beginning of this episode. We uh, review or discuss a comic book that Ty is getting into, uh, but the author has uh, a bit of a complicated history, especially with that character. There is talk of a sexual assault happening uh, to a comic book character, so... Uh, you can just fast forward past the theme song if that is something uh, you would prefer to skip. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend. Yeah, it always uh, blows my mind that the people who are like, you're all sheeple and you're all followers and, you know, you'll believe anything. Like, these are the people that will, you know, get their their icon and his, and his trademark terrible toupee put on every <laughs> single thing that they can. Like... Yeah, I'm just like, do you really want to drive around with a Trump USA sticker? Like, that's, uh, I don't know. He lost, I mean, first of all. it was a truck, so. right? Let me look at this. It was. It was a truck, yeah. It was a douchebag truck. There's nothing like telling everybody what your opinions are when you have um, a pickup truck. Man. It's, it's just interesting that people like that, they're the ones that always have like a shit ton of stickers that'll be like, fuck your feelings and like, my gun's gonna fuck your mom and like... You know, Trump, Trump's God, like shit like that. And you're just like, why do you need this shit? I, like, I, it's, it's fuck your feelings, and yet all of your feelings are all over your truck. Yeah. That's, that's the problem, man. That's because men in, in society, toxic men, are raised to not express any sort of feelings except like, except like anger. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And you have all, you know, obviously like all these QAnon people and stuff. And did you hear there's a uh, like a microchip shortage for like phones and stuff right now? Which well, is, yeah, they're in all of our vaccines. Bro. Yeah, which is like hilarious timing, and and then there's like the uh, the recall on the uh, Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Oh, so I God. feel like it's everyone's so like, "Holy oh, fuck! I told you! I told you! This is it!" Oh my God! It's, good times. Uh, good times. Uh, it's, it's hilarious. Um, tell me. I mean, all I can do is laugh now. Tell me about Gotham Knights. Yeah, I gotta tell you about this comic. So I want to know. I've been wanting to read more Dick Grayson. I know, surprising. Never, never really read any of his comics before, um, but I was reading about like some of the '90s stuff, like Nightfall and uh, Prodigal Son, and and I started like getting into like early 2000s stuff, and like I, I don't know, just like, looking up like what comics he appeared in, and you know stuff that I might have missed maybe. And uh, I heard about the series called Gotham Knights from I think the year 2000, and basically its goal was to focus on the Bat Family more and their relationships to Bruce Wayne. And it's actually the comic where Dick Grayson gets officially adopted. Um, it was also the first ongoing Batman series written by a woman. So people seem to really enjoy it. It had good reviews. Yeah, right? A lot of cool stuff. So uh, it turned out they had printed them into trade paperback form, uh, two different volumes, like maybe three years ago or so. So they're not that hard to find, not that expensive. So I was like, oh, let me pick up the first volume. Got it for like 20 bucks. And uh, it hasn't quite arrived yet, but I was like, oh, I'm really excited for it. So I decided to kind of like research the writer a little bit more. I'm like, yeah, like who is this woman that's like the first writer, you know, female writer of an ongoing Batman series, right? I'm on the edge of my seat. Right. So her name is Devin Grayson. All right. Which is, what? which is kind of cool. You know, Dick Grayson. Okay. Uh, and I did a little research on her and it turned out that she had never been into comic books until Batman, the animated series. And she watched it and she thought it was incredible. She loved the idea of Batman like raising a son, you know, with Dick Grayson. 
So she started to, like, read a bunch of comics. I, be I believe she's also gay, so her and her, like, uh, her partner at the time, I, I don't know if they're still together or not, but they decided to, like, just, like, delve into the animated series together and, like, find a bunch of comic books. And she wanted to become, like, a huge Dick Grayson fan. She, like, loved him. She she thought he was, like, the, the one of the most, like, uh, well-written characters like in, in comic books and I uh, just love the idea of him being raised by Batman and, like, thinking about, like, all the... The stuff that you would like get in trouble for as a teenager, and then imagining like Batman is the one yelling at you for it. So, <laughs> like, it was kind of cool. So she like actually like uh, contacted the editor of DC at the time, like in '97, and convinced him to let her write like a miniseries, basically that they like printed, uh, and and they did. And then she wound up getting more and more gigs from DC until she wrote Gotham Knights in 2000. And then I think around like 2003, 2004, she actually took over writing Nightwing from uh, Chuck Dixon, who was, you know, a very big Nightwing writer. Uh, he's known for, you know, doing some really good stories with him. Yeah. Yeah, I've read a lot of his stuff. Yeah. So so like I was like, oh, this is really cool. Right. I'm like, this is really interesting, you know, and, and her characterization of Dick is really good. Like she really understands his character. But I was so I'm reading about her, and I keep running into these posts talking about how horrible her Nightwing run is, and how people hate her. And I'm like, what? I'm like, how? Right? Like people love Gotham Knight. She loves Nightwing. Like she understands his character. Like I'm just like, this doesn't make any sense. So like I start reading. Like, I went into like all these old like Tumblr posts people made about it. Like I, I really went like deep into this. Um, and apparently, like her run was really controversial and problematic. So it, and I actually didn't realize. I actually read some of her comics back in high school. I have a few of them. Like they were random ones, like this one called Renegade, where he like joins Deathstroke and stuff, just like random stories. Well, she's the one that actually uh, wrote where Nightwing lets, lets Tarantula murder Blockbuster. I knew it. I knew you were gonna right? say this. <laughs> and then shortly after, Nightwing gets sexually assaulted by her. Yeah, he gets raped while he's having a panic attack by Tarantula. Oh. God. So, and this is where it gets really fucked up, right? Like, it's already bad enough, but in an interview at the time, she said she wouldn't call it rape. She would call it non-consensual sex. Oh, which is oh. just like, oh my I mean, God. Like That's just rape with extra sex. I know. I'm just like, well, okay. Apparently in 2014, she apologized for not calling a spade a spade there. But uh, it, apparently she didn't feel that was what it was at the time. So she also wrote, now again, I haven't read this firsthand, but I, I know of it and I've read enough posts from people to see that this is, you know, this is what she did. She also alluded to Dick having sexual feelings for Bruce when he was a teenager and that he made a move uh, on him, which really destroyed their relationship. And that's part of the reason why they were so strained later on, uh, which is fucking oh, so weird. Um, I, would, I would totally be down to, to, to delve into that, too. Like, I, I know. I I'm just like, what? Being Bruce being like, what is this? Get off of me. Blah, blah, blah. And and. and Dick was like, oh, like, I don't know, I'm just finding myself out. And because Batman has never explored anything, he'd, you know, he, he'd approach it more as like, whoa, whoa, that's yeah, gross, bro. Yeah. Instead of being like, all right, kid, let's talk this out. Well, that's supposedly that's kind of like what she was writing is like, oh, he was like confused. He wasn't sure. Like, because again, Bruce Wayne's not his actual father, right? But like, you know, it is a little weird since he kind of raises him. Though I guess you could argue Alfred really raises him. Uh, but um, he, she also wrote Nightwing as having no control over his body that his body would just act on its own and that was her excuse for why he was so womanizing throughout her run 
Okay. Um, the, yeah, this is starting to take a turn. And she also used some derogatory words. Yeah, she also used some derogatory words towards the Roma people, uh, which Dick Grayson kind of, you know, has a background in sometimes. And, oh, uh, because he was with Haley's traveling oh, circus. Right, right. And she okay. she apparently was pretty problematic about that as well. Oh, boy. So it, it uh Morrison get over that and she couldn't navigate it. That <laughs> blows my mind. I know, right? I'm just like, wow. So uh she is known for having this horrible nightwing run, and apparently right after he's like raped, it basically like ends like a couple of issues later that story and never really goes anywhere with it, and then she does a bunch of random shit. And then eventually he tells Bruce and uh, and Babs and moves on from it and that was her run. So she's she's forever known as having uh, raped Nightwing and that kind of left her in a terrible spot. So uh, yeah, that's Devin Grayson who um, who has actually written some really like I said some really good stuff. She I think she won a Glad Award for uh, a comic or a short story where. I think it's like a woman playing um, a man in an online like RPG, and apparently it's great, you know. So she she's a talented writer, but she took some really really wrong turns <laughs> with this Nightwing run and yeah, left a really like, bad taste in people's mouths. You know, and I, and I wonder what the you know what the difference is. I mean, I'd have to read it obviously. Yeah, you know, we yeah. haven't read it yet, but like you know, Batman was date raped by Talia Al Ghul, right. and you know that you know, result in one of my favorite characters, Damian Wayne, later on. Now, I don't know her as a person. If I wanted to give her the benefit of the doubt, I would say, like, you know, maybe it's just that she came into this industry with an internalized misogyny. Like, right. this is the way these stories are told when it's women in these positions, which is also terrible and mm-hmm. and, and and sloppy a lot of the time. But, like, there, you know, when when done the right way, there's a real story to tell there about, about Nightwing. And I think that's the thing is, like, you know, men can be raped, right? I think there's, like, this common misconception that men can't be, you know, sexually assaulted, but that's totally not true. Obviously, uh, you know, I think the statistics would show it's not as common, but it definitely happens. And she could have told a really nuanced story here. But I think the fact that she was so against, like, embracing the fact that that's what happened probably hurt the story. And once again, this isn't me defending her because I don't know her or her work. But, like, you know, there's... You know, when you go back, let's say, 10 years ago, your idea of what assault was might have been just based on Law & Order SVU. And right. now, like, you know, you've taken a few classes, you've seen a few, you know, documentaries, you've learned a few things, and you know, like, all right, like, assault is actually much more nuanced than what I've been seeing in, in popular media. So maybe she didn't even have the language to be like, yeah, that's what this is. Yeah, um, and, 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 and people change, too, was. right? Like, people, yeah. you know, yeah. maybe in 2014 she did look back and go, wow, that was kind of fucked up. I should have, you know, I should have really been like, yeah, uh, you know, he was raped. And, uh, you know, that I think, you know, that she could have really had a change of heart or, or you know, further educated herself or, or realized that she, you know, she didn't really do it in, in do it justice or do it the right way for, for, you know, people who have actually been sexually assaulted. And, you know, I, so again, people have changed and I don't think, you know, she should be like permanently canceled for the run. But it uh, it was interesting to me to see, you know, how she started so hot kind of like in the industry, people loving her work. And then, uh, you know, she kind of ended her, her run with DC comics on such a sour note, especially with a character that she, you know, she seemed to really identify with. She seemed to really love, um, 
you know, apparently she's a huge Dick Grayson fan. I think probably writing Nightwing was probably a dream come true for her, right? I mean, it would be for me. And uh, oh, yeah, and to to kind of just butcher it like that must have been. I'm sure it was crushing to her too. You know, like to, to see how fans just despise that run. But you yeah, because there's you know because like there's definitely a way. Like I don't want to get too into this, but now I'm thinking about it. Like you know, all of the Bat family is kind of steeped in this in this trauma, and you know, unfortunately for them, it's all like worse than what happened to Bruce Wayne when he was a kid. Yeah, like you know, so Batgirl, you know, she was assaulted and paralyzed by the Joker, and Jason Todd was literally beaten to death by the Joker and left alone to die, and you know, to have Nightwing go through something similar, but as an adult and and you know have to reconcile with the fact that like i was raised by you know the 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 deadliest and most powerful you know martial artist in in the world arguably and yet this thing happened to me how can it also happen to me am i still a hero like i mean they kind of went over that in invincible i think and they did it much better um you know but kirkman obviously has the, the hindsight and yeah, a you long, know, at a the time, time that stuff was still very new for someone like Grayson, I think. And yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a cool concept that she had, like that he would be pa- paralyzed from like letting her murder Blockbuster because he was raised to always, you know, not ki- not never kill, right? That Bruce Wayne has that code as Batman, you know, and kill, and, and Nightwing follows that. But to let you know a villain be murdered, you know, he has that panic attack. I like that direction, but then for him to be, you know assaulted right afterwards was kind of like whoa okay quite the turn uh and and uh, you know just the way i think that i think it's the aftermath of how she supposedly dealt with it that was kind of you know eh. yeah because if she never said anything like you know because it's happened to so many women characters in comic books and the writers you know i, I don't remember any of them ever you know being confronted and being like that's not actually what it was yeah They're like no yeah the villain did this. That's the bad guy. You know, a lot of times it's a lazy writing trope. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But like, <laughs> to not even like be like, oh, well, you know, it wasn't really that. But, you know, she also wrote him being really depressed for a while after that. So I think deep down she knew, right, that it was wrong and, and that, you know, he was, it was against his will. So I don't know why she wouldn't just call it out. But again, I haven't read this complete run. Maybe somebody listening has and they're like, fuck you. It's, it's the best run of Nightwing for, ever. <laughs> yeah, and know. I'm going to call you let out in your shit. You but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm curious. If they had it collected in like tree paperback form, I would totally read it, but they don't have her on there. So I'm going to start with Gotham Knights, which I heard is great because she really delves into the family. And I think that's a great, you know, aspect of, of her writing that she, she she's like kind of the first one to really focus on them to that degree. Um, and I, I thought that was kind of cool. But uh, <laughs> then I read some more stuff and I was like, oh, well, she could always be J.K. Rowling, guys. Uh, Tom, right. do you think do you think that we have any uh, any new reviews this week or no? Oh, you tricked me last week, my friend. So I'm going to change my answer to uh, negative one. Yes, that is uh, that's accurate. We actually owe a review to to another <laughs> podcast because we have gotten none this week. Maybe Devin Grayson has one. We can we can review her podcast. Um, imagine. Uh, she, uh, never mind. Uh, I'm not going there. But um. <laughs> 
my my hacky stand up uh, comedy gene is still in there. So yeah, but um, but yeah, that that is that is correct. We haven't we haven't gotten a new review this week. But if you are one of the folks out there who wants to get your review read at the top of the podcast, all you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and rate and review, uh, subscribe, so that way you can. Uh, get get the episode every week and never miss it. We're currently releasing two episodes every week for those of you who haven't been, I guess, following the feed or if this is your <laughs> first episode you've ever listened to. Uh, Ty and I are doing Falcon and the Winter Soldier mini-reviews completely separate from each other. So I have my feelings on it. He has his. We say them. We release them in a nice compact episode. And uh, and then argue about shit on the internet with complete strangers of the week and bring that into the next episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, however, I want to call it now. I think we we review uh, the series together For the last, the last week of April. Okay. Yeah, because because this week we have the fifth episode, and the next week we'll add the sixth. So for next week, we can do a housekeeping. Yeah. You know, there's there's plenty going on. There's plenty of houses that need to be kept, that need some keeping. And then, yeah. the, you know, the 30th will be the week after the finale of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So we can, you know, do the final episode together and just kind of review the, the episode as a whole. Because I didn't think it was going to be this relevant. And yet, here we are. <laughs> yeah. Here we are with, uh, you know, a bunch of people using their phones to film someone breaking the rules. I've never seen Marvel, like be so uh daring and yet so not daring at the same time yeah, i'll say that yeah <laughs> yeah really it's it's you know kind of like the whole like this could be anybody you know yeah everybody's a bad guy everyone's a gray area but uh but we'll we'll go over that then um with that being said let's get into the episode ty you ready to bring in that theme song bring it on in <laughs> Welcome back to the Politipop Podcast, the podcast where we read between the lines of our favorite pop culture media and discuss the social and political themes within. I am your host, Mike Booch, a.k.a. the Soy Boy Pseudo-Intellectual, and in my guest seat today is somebody you may be familiar with. That's right. He is a filmmaker, grocery specialist, and now for the past year he has been a podcaster. You may remember him from our Spider-Man Homecoming episode. Please, wherever you are, put your hands together for the one, the only tie. Hey, I'm a little nervous, but uh, excited to be here. Thanks. Oh, thank you so much for making the time to come on the podcast, Ty. We certainly have a lot to talk about in this episode, which is your year in review. And um, for those of you who are looking to find us on the internet, you can simply look up the Politipop podcast. You can go to uh, Twitter and find us at Politipop Pod. You can find us on Instagram at Politipop Podcast, or you can email us at Politipopcast at gmail.com. And uh, as always, you can find our show notes and sources at politipoppodcast.wordpress.com. But now that we're past that, let's get into the episode. Ty, the first time you were ever on a podcast, I believe, was in our Spider-Man Homecoming episode, which was more of a movie review than it was a, a deep dive on on social social issues and, and political themes. Um, what, what do you recall about that episode? How did you feel being on it? I remember being incredibly nervous, uh, ill-prepared, 
not because I don't know Spider-Man, because I think I was just ready to review a movie and didn't really understand the point of the podcast so much. And at the time, I don't think I Neither was... Did I. Yeah. I don't think at the time I was as, uh, I guess, educated or aware of, of social and political themes, you know, and, and, and just issues in the real world. I was kind of disconnected and just starting to kind of understand these things. So, um yeah, I, I mean, I, I had fun being on it. I love talking about Spider-Man, but I definitely don't think I was I was quite where I am, uh, you know, today. I think if we reviewed it again, we might see Vulture as a working class hero. Uh, I would agree. Yeah, <laughs> which it didn't occur to me until I was talking to a friend recently, and and I was like, oh, I guess you're right. Like he was doing all the weapons and stuff that that all the other organizations were doing, but he was just doing it for himself and taking care of his his guys and you know and stealing from from the people who were mass producing them and using them for war. So I was like, huh, what <laughs> what do you know? And he hated Tony Stark. Like he you know hated those capitalist douchebags. So um, true. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but yeah, since then, we uh, we didn't really have a podcast. I think I think that Spider-Man: Homecoming was episode seven, and um, shortly after that, we we reviewed Get Out with Josh. We did uh, Action Comics: The Oz Effect with uh, with guest Tom, and then we reviewed the Psychology of Batman, which was Antonia Hava's first episode. She does the logo design for. Our uh, our current logo. Although every time I see this red, white, and blue, uh, I do throw up a little bit in my mouth. So <laughs> either I change it's ironic. the Soviet version, yeah, or uh, or we work on something else that's a little more relevant to what the show has become. True. true. Uh, but but yeah, no, I was not I was not on those episodes you mentioned. By the way, that was right. I was I was just a guest on Spider Man, and then I went on my way, and you continued your podcast, and uh, you know. All your all the things you do, and yes, and then I discontinued the podcast as well. It wouldn't be until 2020 happened, shortly after some a little something you might have heard of called the COVID 19 pandemic. And I've um, heard of it. it yeah, uh, maybe maybe it's crossed your 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 timeline here or there. Uh, but this was this was when you reached out to me about starting the Politipop podcast up again. Now, I have to ask you, somebody with your background, with your bona fides, you you could you have the, you know, you have the you're the bell of the ball. Okay, you could pick any <laughs> podcast you want. Why come to the Politipop podcast, Ty? You know, uh I'd heard a few of your episodes and I I just felt um you really had something to bring to the table. No, you're my best friend, right? So I was like, hey, this is someone that I would really like to talk about this stuff with. I knew you had done the podcast. And I was like, you know, you started this to kind of, if I recall correctly, you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, uh, that you kind of did it to combat like Trump and Trumpism and, and uh, you know, Republicans and conservatives and trying to, like, you know, push this like, you know, liberal like fight, right, to uh, to take it to, to those people and kind of educate them on, you know, uh, on some of the things that, you know, you wanted to talk about. But I felt that so much had happened, you know, uh, within the last few years. Um, and I was really, really, really in touch with politics for probably the first time in my life. I, I think I, you know, I voted in the past, but never really been like that uh, involved in it. And I really got caught up in the Bernie Sanders campaign, especially the second time. Um, and I was really starting to kind of like move towards like a socialist mindset. And um, 
I just thought there was some really, really great stuff that could be discussed. And I was like, hey, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Um, there's not a lot to do in the world, but there's a lot you to talk I about. Had, I had the time because I had, you know, for, for lack of a better term, I had just gotten laid off of my job because of the pandemic. So, uh, you know, I was home. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, you're stuck at home. There's really nothing to do. Uh, I was working, but at the same time, I you know, after work, there's nowhere to go. You just go home. So I was like, hey, why, you know, why don't you bring this back? And, uh, you know, try to discuss some of these themes. And, you know, I think we originally planned it as just uh, kind of a trilogy, right? We were going to do like a, a social class, uh, social structure discussion, you know, through three films that we we're going to review. And, you know, I was really excited about it. I just was like, oh, there's a lot I want to discuss that I want to get my you know, message across. And I feel like this is a great way to do it. And I, I thought, you know, you'd be really interested in doing that with me. Well, you, you guessed right. And, uh, you know, I will say what surprised me about it is that we've been consistent with it every week uh, for the past year. And that has blown my mind. Like, you know, even just, you know, making time to record at ungodly hours yeah. or editing at ungodly hours. Yep. Um, you know, I'm the type of person that I'll get very invested in something for a short while and then kind of fall off of it. And that's what originally did happen with the podcast. You know, uh, it's, you know, it's not far off from what you said. Uh, I was, I guess I was more, this was the first time I had been really aware of politics, uh, was the 2016 election. And, um, you know, I'd kind of been aware of social issues, but this was the first time I was like, wow, I don't like this president. And I, but, but a lot of people did and some people within my own social circle. So I was more like, you know what, let's get to know everything. We got to just talk. We got to have a dialogue. But I only really had uh, the tools that a liberal would have, you know, which are talking points from, from mainstream media, CNN, stuff like that. Uh, but, uh, but, but yeah, that's kind of what it was. And it was like, you know, all right, how can we find Trump in everything? And, you know, some of the podcast was also that even after you came on. But, uh, but yeah, Parasite happened, and I remember, um, you know, I remember just uh, have I listened back to this episode, and we were a lot more on top of it than I thought we were. Like, we actually might have become overprepared for this one. Yeah, I think that um, makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like you said, you were probably a little more nervous. So so yeah, you definitely you know came ready to play. Um, how did you? How did you? Do you remember anything about the Parasite episode or any of the first episodes we did? Parasite, Platform, and Snowpiercer back to back to back. I think I remember them more vividly than a lot of the ones we've done. Probably in the middle, obviously not the most recent ones, right? but it's so weird. But I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I, f I mean, I, f I feel like because they were the first couple, and I wasn't. I don't think we really had a good uh, format set up yet, right? We were kind of just figuring it out and, and how we were going to do it. And I think we the way we approached it originally was we went through like story beat by story beat, and then discussed, you know, what, well, you know, what kind of social themes we saw in there, and, and relating it to current events. And I remember. Uh, with Parasite, I was I was really nervous, uh, obviously, you know, as being the first one that I was going to be on. Um, and I remember that we didn't actually use the characters' names, which uh, was kind of the embarrassing. Ma the rich dad, the poor dad, the yeah. rich mom, the poor mom. <laughs> I, I really yeah. regret doing that. But, you know, I it happened. And I think we, we definitely understood the story and what, what the movie was trying to say very well. 
Um, and like yeah, you said, I think it was we, a bit of a disservice, though. You're right. Yeah, yeah. and I think, like <laughs> you said, we were a little over prepared. I, I remember I had a ton of notes, you know, and I think we discussed like so much. I don't remember how long the episode was, but I I think it was like two hours. One hour fifty six minutes. Good job. Yeah. So it was two hours, and um, and yeah, like just looking back at the show notes, like I have like notes about every single thing that I saw. Oh, and their names were Kevin and Jessica. They totally gave us like easy names. I know, I know. It was just like, <laughs> man, I don't know. I, I guess I was nervous of like forgetting their names. And, you know, I was so afraid to kind of like, I mean, I, I use my phone all the time now with notes and IMDb oh, and yeah. stuff when we talk. But I think at the time I was so afraid to try and do that. So uh, I didn't, but I, I remember I really enjoyed the discussion and, and kind of picking that film apart and I really enjoyed watching it. And then uh, we watched the platform, which you recommended and I didn't know much about it, but I also really loved that film. And I thought it was really interesting. And um, it was very on the nose that one, I think, you know, the, we didn't have to so much like delve in between the lines and just kind of like talk about it. And then uh, Snowpiercer is just one of my favorite films. It's just uh, top 20 for me. Probably it's, it's, it's really good. I think the, the story's incredible. Some great performances. And I was really excited to talk about that. Um, and I know we, again, we went story beat by story beat through that film. Um, but I really, I just really like talking about it. And I, and at the time I was very, I was in a different place, I think, mentally. Um, I I think I it wasn't like the pandemic had just started, but it wasn't like as bad as we realized it was going to get. I think so. I I was like kind of nervous and apprehensive about the world, but I wasn't quite as defeated as I would be later on. And I also was really excited about the <laughs> Bernie Sanders campaign. Yeah, um, there was hope. And then you know, as through the course of that, obviously things didn't turn out the way I I hoped they would. So. Uh, it was a different energy I think I was bringing at the time with me. Uh, what's What's interesting is the the platform episode. We specifically note that uh, that um, who's the guy? Minagasi, what? <laughs> the, the one dude in it. I don't remember his name. Yeah, but, I can't uh, remember. Minagasi, but uh, but he um, you know, he he says like, oh, you think everybody should you know should should have equal? What are you a communist? And I remember on the podcast being like, not not giving people rights is not communism, guys. You know, blah blah blah. It doesn't have to be like that. And you know, that's when I thought it was a dirty word, right? You know, and that's still coming out of that liberal mindset. And uh, you know now I'll, you know I'll throw the word around all the time communism communism yes I you know I, I I believe in communism I believe in the working class you know having access to the means of production having access to everything that they produce and you know everybody getting a living wage and instead of the government you know giving us stuff we are in control of 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 everything and we all have basic you know amenities and don't have to you know work to survive but uh you know but we work to contribute to the community uh, and I can obviously. That just came off the top of my head. Yeah. So I can like throw that out there a lot easier now than I, you know, than I could have back then when I was like, yeah, you have to like, break that brainwashing, right? That, that we're yes. kind of, you know, you're, you're indoctrinated basically in this country to believe that, you know, communism and socialism are just these, these really horrible things that just cost people their lives and, you know, ruin your rights and, uh, you know, just basically just terrible, terrible things. I mean, I, I think, to be honest, I thought of communism as just about equal to fascism when I was younger. You know, I really didn't see well, much yeah, of that's a difference. What you've been told. But also, like, I don't think it would be as bad if we also got the same 
readout of you know of capitalism right like yeah we we get told that capitalism is perfect and these other things are so bad and it's like listen like there is you know there are faults in every in every ideology but you know you can't you know, put down one and prop up capitalism as like the best thing ever because it has a lot of ways in which it can be fixed. And, you know, there are plenty of countries that, you know, that work between the two and, and find a way to make things work. But, yeah, uh, but we never even try, right? We don't try. Yeah, we don't try yeah, to change never, anything ever. Because we're afraid of the word. As yep. a country, they're, you know, they're afraid of the word. They're afraid of the word socialism, which is just a bridge, you know, to communism. I know. They're t- people are terrified of socialists, right? Like <laughs> They are. Uh, now, I also want to talk about our housekeeping episodes because uh, our first keeping our first housekeeping episode was in June of 2020. It was oh June 5th, our our, our boy's birthday. Mm. Um, but but yeah, so you know this was uh what one episode was an hour, and the other episode was an hour as well. So so yeah, so that was two hours of just us of just us talking current events, and uh, and. Yeah, these these housekeeping episodes came about because we would take like 30 minutes at the beginning of an episode talking just about what was going on in the world because it wasn't cathartic enough for us to just be like, this is a movie, these are the themes, this is how it's relevant to our world now or our world then or our world in the future. You know, it got to the point where it's like, we got to we got to fucking talk about this shit, you know, where the election was going and with, you know, Black Lives Matter, uh, you know, ramping up again last summer. So uh, yeah, eventually we we released our first uh, our first housekeeping episode, and uh, and yeah, it was a it was a Black Lives Matter episode, June fifth. We are now two months away from well, less than two months away from June, and um, we were yeah, I think this was this was uh, George Floyd and everything, and uh, yeah, I mean there was a lot of energy there, right? I think we were. We were caught up in the movement and and excited and scared and uh, frustrated and and all the emotions I think that people were feeling at the time and you know uh, obviously we were in the midst of a pandemic too so there was you know there was limits to things that we could do and and I feel like um, we weren't sure if anyone was actually listening but I know I personally wanted to talk about this stuff I wanted to to air it you know be very open about it um, hopefully educate somebody you know I I was trying to educate my own family at the time about it. And it, and it was really helpful for me to kind of discuss these things uh, very honestly and openly, you know, and, and get it out there. And, and I think we needed some time to do that. Yeah. And it's also nice to just be able to like have, you know, say your words and work through them, uh, you know, here and then be able to say them a lot, you know, a lot more coherently when you have to debate with people or, or what have you. Um, but yeah, so so we ended up doing our housekeeping episodes. I think I, I was trying to do one housekeeping a week and one episode a week. And yeah. It was definitely a lot. Wow, remember Dijon Kizzy? That was another housekeeping episode. Kyle Rittenhouse happened. Yeah. Yep. Wow. That sure did. Jonathan Price. That was, <laughs> that was another one as well. Oh, wow. This is... Uh... This is this is wild. Uh, just looking back on it, and it's only uh, been a year. No, it's only been a yeah, year, it right? Really <laughs> is. Yeah, and we didn't know what we were in for. Uh, without going through every single episode that we did record, what were off the top of your head? And obviously, you could take time for this, but what were some of your uh, favorite episodes uh, to to record? What do you recall being like? You know, turning off the, you know, the mic and being like, "Wow, like that felt good." 
Wow, we reviewed a lot of cool shit. Uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed doing. You I guess really have. I really enjoyed Snowpiercer. That you know, being one of the first ones we worked on. Um, I also really, really like doing. Uh, I think the Purge film was a fun one. Uh, I like the Halloween stuff we did, like all the uh, October things. I, oh, I just, yes. I just enjoy those those kind of films a lot. It's like my favorite time of year, so I was really into like Dawn of the Dead and and uh, and talking about those. You know, that that was pretty great. Rogue One was cool. I, I really enjoyed discussing that. I think that was a film I was just really pumped for to talk about because when I originally saw it, I did not really pick up all of the messages in that film i was just like fuck yeah that was a cool star wars movie and then you know thinking back on it i was like wow there was a lot there so rewatching it and discussing it was really nice uh and i really enjoyed uh our, our black history month i thought was great spider-man to the spider-verse I, I i've had a lot of fun with all of these and even our punk rock jesus one of our most recent ones i i really was excited to talk about that i mean i just you know it, it's it's good for me i feel like i it, it's helped me really uh you know discover more about myself and gain a little more confidence. So it's, it's in general, I've just really enjoyed doing these. And, you know, there was a couple episodes that I didn't, didn't necessarily love or wasn't super excited for going into, but uh, I think they all, they all turned out. Okay. <laughs> well, that was my next question. And I'm going to, uh, I'm going to make a prediction. Uh, which episodes I know you you probably have one or two off the top of your head. Which episodes were you like, oh, God. Like, you, you either dreaded going into it because you weren't prepared or because you didn't want to watch whatever we were reviewing, because I'm sure there were a couple of those. Uh, I definitely know one of them. There, there's <laughs> three in particular. So if you want to... <laughs> yes, you have them. If yes, you want to yes, guess, go ahead. Guess. Okay, okay, I'm going to guess. All right, one of them was Yellowstone, definitely. Oh, you know, I forgot about that one, <laughs> but uh, most assuredly, most assuredly. Yeah, there's Yellowstone. Um, if it's bef- if it's after you watch the movie, Idiocracy. Oh, God, I was um, not looking forward to that at all after I saw that movie. Ooh, maybe we are what we are with our boy Wyatt Russell, John Walker. Remember he was in that? Was he the, the cop? He was killed? the... Yeah, he was the cop that gets killed. Oh and, man, and we no, are what we are. I know. I was cool with that one. That was fine. Uh, um, man. So let me see. Maybe Batman Returns. Oh, definitely. I hate that. I hated that movie. <laughs> oh yes. Okay. So all right. What? So what were they? If if uh, if Yellowstone wasn't one of them? Uh, it was Batman Returns. It was Idiocracy. Uh-huh. And yep. this is going to oh, wow, be kind of shocking to you, but the Lord of the Rings. I can see that. Can uh, I guess why? Yeah, again. Was it just like too much? Like you can't do it justice. It's your favorite thing, or was it another reason? Uh no, it was definitely another. I think I was just really uncomfortable with the subject matter. Um, not... We got very real and very raw on that. Po- well, two of us fucking did. It turns out uh, very real and yeah. very raw on that podcast. Yeah, I mean, it was weird. I was talking about things about my dad and my brother that I haven't talked about with a lot of people. Never mind. Uh, recording it and putting it online and you know I'd never spoken to Frankie before and here I am trying to you know have this very honest conversation with someone I just met Um, and I just love those fucking movies right so uh, you know talking about there's a lot going into that I could totally see and and you know I think it was a good topic but I like 
I think I even told you it was like it wasn't really the first thing that came to my mind when I saw those films or read those books. So you know, that's I had, right. I remember that. I you needed like, you to kind of be talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, and and so like it was kind of difficult for me to even kind of get into that originally. Um, and I just I just really like talking about those films. And I think in that episode of probably all the episodes we've done, we spoke about the plot the least. Um, we almost barely touched on the plot in that. In and that, that, that might have been like our our like moment or that that was the start of it i think that was our moment moment where we were like wait we can like just discuss like the characters yeah and, it definitely set um, us up for further episodes but uh yeah. so i think i would have enjoyed talking a little bit more about those about the plot even more in depth about those characters but uh yeah it was just it was an uncomfortable experience but i wouldn't say it was a bad one it just was something that i wasn't necessarily looking forward to no, I, I definitely understand that because, I mean, there are moments when I listen back to myself on this podcast and I was talking about something that I definitely wasn't comfortable. Uh, to, I think even on the Punk Rock Jesus podcast, I was kind of walking on eggshells trying not to sound like too much of a fucking asshole. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but that just because things are uncomfortable doesn't mean that that we, we don't grow through them. And, you know, you... I, I I couldn't even tell, you know, I maybe if I listen back to the episodes, like maybe, but, you know, you really seem to share a lot for somebody who was just like, okay, I'm going to, uh, you know, uh, this, this is really, this is, this is in depth. You know, we read between the lines of ourselves. Yeah, we did. I think once I got going, it, it was easy, but uh, I think thinking about it beforehand was a little, was a little uncomfortable. Another question, Ty, what's, something that you wouldn't have watched otherwise if not for this podcast oh that's a good question um or maybe something you wouldn't have read otherwise because <laughs> i know i i read the mad max fury road comic book i never would have read that shit if we weren't reviewing <laughs> it for the podcast i probably wouldn't have watched uh fast color just because i didn't know about it not not because it didn't sound interesting i just that's really... why a lot of people didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah i i hadn't heard about that um i probably wouldn't have watched well idiocracy was on my list but i put it off for a long time so uh you know eventually i got to it but uh you know there yellowstone i definitely would have never watched ever it just didn't sound like something that i i would would have been into <laughs> yeah uh, I, I, I could see that uh that's probably it i think everything else i i was pretty like you know either interested in or you know uh was easy to get interested in, you know. Uh, Mr. We are what we are. I never would have watched that. It was actually a movie I had wanted to see. I'd, I'd seen um, oh, the poster cool. for it a few times. I thought it looked cool. I knew nothing about the plot, but I was kind of interested. Mister Miracle. I think I would have eventually watched, but you're obviously the one that got me to finally read it because you lent it to me. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, we gotta do this, and that's so funny, dude. Like, if I listen back to that episode, I was probably like, yeah, like you know, things have been a little tough emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> and now I can look back and be like, "Oh, my sweet summer child." Oh man, <laughs> you had no idea. <laughs> I forgot we did we did V for Vendetta and Mad Max Fury Road back to back. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> we did those back to back. Those were baller episodes. Yeah, I those are those. two of my favorite things that we talked about. Oh, those were great. Wow, it really seems like everything just like it happened so quick, even though it really didn't. We had the you know we covered all of HBO's Watchmen. Yeah, Lovecraft Country. I wouldn't have watched a lot of the stuff that I did for the Rest in Power Chadwick Boseman episode if if uh, if we didn't do one. Hey, that's a good point. Yeah, there was definitely yeah. a lot of stuff that we we kind of jumped into. That yeah. I'm glad I did, but like 42 and Get On Up, I hadn't seen. I hadn't seen those. 
but uh, I'm definitely glad we did them. What was your least favorite episode? Oh, uh, or episode. Let's see. To edit, to record, or <laughs> something I one of each. I didn't want to watch. Okay, one of each. Least favorite to edit was probably uh, the Halloween episode. Knew it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and while it, you know, the subject matter was great, it's just there were a lot of technical issues that, uh, you know, that hope, you know, let us know and learn for the future. Right. Least favorite. I honestly, I don't think I liked uh, Yellowstone either. Even though I liked the show, it, you know, I could tell as we were doing it, like, this was something I was like, I was like, dude, here, fucking watch three <laughs> seasons worth of shit and this specific episode, and these are out of context. And, you know, it, it puts you in a position to be like, yeah, they, they really did say that indigenous <laughs> women are getting kidnapped. They said that. I don't know much about this character, but all right. Uh, that's very true. Watching, like, <laughs> random scenes. I'm like, that was a cool scene. That was a cool scene. I don't know who these people are, but it was a, it was a good scene. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Like, there's some stuff I I watched begrudgingly. Like, Antebellum, I didn't want to watch a second time, you know, even though I had good things to say about it. Idiocracy, Idiocracy was so fucking rough. But it did give me a lot, a lot of preparation for the episode because I was like, let's go into this. This is the first thing that I ever reviewed that, like, I had, like, negative feelings towards. So, um, Yeah, I mean, I don't actually hate Batman Returns, for the record. I just... I didn't love it. All right, I'll say you said that. Said what much, you said, right? But Idiocracy, I can say without a doubt, I hated that fucking movie. So, if you're a lover of Idiocracy and you're listening, I'm sorry. I hated the film. Maybe if I had seen it when it came out, I would have enjoyed it more. But watching it in 2020, not a good time for me. So, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 got to be just one of those things that doesn't hold up. Yeah, you know. Um, and oh, by the way. We reviewed that in 2021. We reviewed it this year. <laughs> oh, it felt like 2020. All right. Um, I, I know you didn't ask this, but even The Rain, Tambien La Lluvia, I never would have watched, and I'm so glad I did. Um, nice. Pocahontas, I, I probably wouldn't have watched. Smoke Signal, really? I never would have watched, but I'm glad I did. Yeah, I mean. I'm surprised your wife wouldn't have had you watch Pocahontas. Cause, you yeah, know. I mean, she watched it at one point while I was around, but I didn't pay attention to it, and we had a much larger apartment at the time. Hmm. Um, man, is there anything I didn't really want to review? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, there were just some episodes that, like, I was just, like, either because of personal things or whatever. But, like, I went in very excited for, you know, like, Spider-Verse, Soul, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, you know, basically any episode that has more than one guest on ends up being something that I don't, (laughs) I don't want to do. But, uh. But man, um, is there is there anything you're looking forward to reviewing in the future, or something that you'd like to try and fit in on the podcast? Uh, I th- I would like to talk about Invincible. Um, I'm I'm really enjoying enjoying that series, and I think it's uh, a great adaption of a comic book. And I I kind of think Robert Kirkman's he's an interesting person, and and his. I guess you know his uh, his arc as as a person has been interesting. You know, from from being very you know of a white straight male mindset writing to kind yeah, of he started The Walking Dead in Georgia and had mostly white characters. Yeah, and the- <laughs> there was a black character in the first issue. I'll, I'll give him that. There was a black character. Yeah, yeah, yeah there was. But but then but, that was uh, it but, <laughs> for a yeah, while. But to, yeah, 
Well, I mean, I definitely will will do an Invincible episode and we'll talk about it then. But yeah, to see, like you said, his arc as as a creator, a person, and how it goes into his work as well uh, was just uh, it's it's been awesome. And I think it's you know it's really helped us with our own. Uh, creativity however much or little there may be at any given time you know and just the way that we look at our own stories and our own characters and you know we we always see that there's oh they're you know they're ham-fisting uh politics into comics and stuff like that but you know a lot of the ways that Kirkman discusses the things he discusses in his books are just uh so well done that you see it as part of the story yeah i mean i would think say without a doubt he's probably the biggest inspiration for me uh as a writer i mean i watch a few episodes of invincible what i do i I wrote a new issue of our comic right like i hadn't hadn't written anything in a while and i fucking watched that show and i was like i gotta write this you know and i stayed up till two in the morning even though i've been working at 4 a.m and i wrote it one night and then finished the next morning and sent it to you and like that that kind of inspiration hasn't really hit me in a long time. And, you know, it is thanks thanks to him. So I, I've really enjoyed that. And also just the way I felt about the Walking Dead TV series, uh, you know, made me a little apprehensive for Invincible. <laughs> yeah. And to not be disappointed, I think, is a really nice feeling. Yeah, it's it's good to uh, you know it's good to get justice. Yeah, but yeah. So I I would I would definitely uh, I would definitely be down for an invincible episode. We're gonna have to do a month where we don't theme things. Actually, we didn't really theme anything this month. We did it for specific weeks. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I think I'm looking forward to Batman stuff. You know, uh, spoiler: there might be some Batman reviews on the way. Um, That's right. The month of May. Yeah. Is Batman month. For Batman us. month. So I'm, I'm definitely excited for that. Love talking about Batman. How about you? Oh, oh uh, also, I never. By the way, I never would have uh, seen One Night in Miami, and if oh, I had really? never seen One Night in Miami, I never would have seen Malcolm X. Interesting. I, know, I still haven't. I still haven't seen like uh, when they see us. I still haven't seen Trial of the Chicago Seven. Although I heard that's very liberal. Like, that's like liberal porn. Yeah. Yeah. I like. I want to uh, see because I heard it's well done, but I definitely heard they took some liberties to to make your uh, your liberal friends happy. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, what would I, I like to review? I, I, unfortunately I'm going like big scope here. Like I would love to review the Dark Knight trilogy as a whole. I would love to review, uh, you know, we can, we can actually go back to Lord of the Rings and, and talk about the other themes that, you know, just not the positive representations of masculinity. Um, I would love to talk Game of Thrones at one point because, you know, there's a whole climate change allegory. There's a lot to be said about, you know, the misogynist undertones and rape culture. Right, right. And how they disappoint billions of fans. (laughs) I really didn't want to get serious about it. But, uh, oh, you know, I'm not sure, like, because I just watched the new Mutants and the Snyder Cut. Maybe we just do, like, a mental health episode and bring in a few different things because... I don't want to spend an entire episode on the new mutant, <laughs> and I don't oh, want to God, spend no. an entire episode <laughs> on the Snyder Cut. But I, I would like to talk about like the the six things between the two of them that I really thought were relevant and <laughs> and and deep. And, and yeah, I, I that could be cool. Uh, and I'm adding one more. I'm adding one more. The leftovers because it's my all time favorite oh, yes, series. Yes, I know yes, we haven't watched will... it yet, but it's. Uh, it, it left me with emotions that a uh, few other shows have left me with, so I, I would love to talk about it. Uh, one of my, you know, and I've told you about this, one of my dreams for the podcast 
is either to transition it into more of a, you know, more of an entertainment uh, style podcast or just to have a, a completely separate one where we do improv because why I don't know about you but just for me this has been you know while it is well it is an educational process both for ourselves and for our listeners it has also been a very exhausting process you know it Definitely. is difficult to you know constantly look at at these you know at these themes and and you know learn about the faults of our world and our history and everything and you know like you said uh you didn't say this word exactly, but just the nihilism that sets in. It is, it is rough, and it yeah, you know, it is yep. very emotionally heavy uh, to to bear. But you know, I do love getting the reviews. I do love seeing people who are actually interacting. And maybe we can keep doing the mini reviews because the mini reviews for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier have been like a really nice sorbet for me. <laughs> um, you know, in between like the heavier themes of the podcast, uh, you know, P- punk rock Jesus was a heavy one. And while it was awesome, it was, it was still a heavy one. And, you know, soul was great, but it was also very existential and yeah, you know, and it's also, but, you know, uh, finding the time to actually read and watch these things. Um, it, it can be difficult. And I know people probably think, well, well, you can't take two or three hours to do this, but you know, uh, you know, me personally, like I'm working full time. And, you know, when you're home, you have, you know, your animals and your family and, you know, you're balancing all these things and trying to make time for it. And then you also have to record for two, three hours and then you have to edit. Right. So it's, you know, it's it's a big commitment. And I I definitely agree. You know, I think that at some point we might transition to something a little different. But um, in the meantime, I'm looking forward to to reviewing some more stuff until we get to the point where we decide to, to do that. Yeah, I want to hit at least a hundred episodes before Definitely. you know we we start thinking about hanging up the mic. Yeah, we'll tell people we're gonna go for three hundred like Kirkman did, and then end like at some random <laughs> fucking number. There you go, and you know maybe at that point we do like you know we do a housekeeping episode every month, and we do a pop culture review every month, uh, so, you know something like that, right. and you know that also I think gives us time to gather better sources and you know be a little bit more educational or academic, however you want to put it. Yeah. Uh, when we do have our have our you know our reviews, have you listened to any episodes that you weren't on, and uh, and if so, what were your favorites? You can be honest. No, that's fair. Well, I mean, you still don't know. <laughs> oh, actually, that's not true. That's not true. I did listen oh. to one. I listened to your uh, election discussion with with Joe Armstrong. Oh God! I that did. Was, uh, I did listen to that one. That was a terrible episode to edit because I was not here for it, and and I was like, I was like, man, this is how I really sounded, you know? And, and you know, he's like, yeah, well, Obama's cages were better, and I'm just like, all right, man, if that's what you fucking think. Why not? We're all entitled to our, to our thing. Uh, to go back to it, the Purge series was really great to review because I went great. I, I went off the. <laughs> I went I went <laughs> you went all in you went all in man. I went all in and you I went straight QAnon on that bitch you all just the purge yeah <laughs> you know I <laughs> I purged myself nope uh, <laughs> I, uh but yeah so I went to the <laughs> watched the purge. I watched all of them and got to see like you know it was good to go back to horror movies and see uh, uh, different themes to them than just oh you know it's it's killing and and, and scariness and jump scares and stuff yeah I like mean that. that was a funny it was funny just 
that whole like way it came about. Because I remember watching the either the first or second purge with you while you were like dog sitting somewhere years and years ago. Uh, and I think it was the second one, and I really liked it. And then, you know, I, I liked election year, and I brought it up to you, and I was like, I really think we should do this. Like, there's there's an election coming up. Like, we got to do this movie. And you were like, yeah, let's do it. And then you just fucking got into it, and you were like, dude, I just watched all the Purge movies, and you were, like, telling yep. me about I didn't even <laughs> see, like, the first Purge, uh, not the original Purge, the movie called The First Purge. And you were telling me oh, yes. all about it, and I was like, well, and you're like, there's a TV show, and, and you were just, like, really into it. And it was, it was just fun for me because – you were kind of like educating me on the series and stuff that I didn't even know about. The Dawn of the Dead one was really great too because we got to talk about that. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, that was, that was a long time coming. Yeah, we got uh, this, man. We got it by the ass. So. We got it by the ass, man. <laughs> yeah. And uh, one, one, I think, final <laughs> question for you, Ty, uh, before, uh, before we decide whether or not you'll be continuing with us for another year. Oh, uh, um, spoilers. What does our theme song sound like to you? What do you think it sounds like? Ah, <laughs> uh, man. I, you know, I was waiting for this question earlier, and then I, I, it didn't come, and I wasn't expecting it now. Um, you goddamn right. That's how, I, that's how I get you with it. <laughs> I, I think it's it uh, an orchestral <sighs> masterpiece that's just very – yeah, it's like Halo or – or even like those sad moments in Star Wars, like it just hits. It's like something from Interstellar. <laughs> it's like, it, you know, it just it gets all those emotional vibes. It, it, it makes you wanna wanna restart the sun. Uh, it makes you oh, okay. Good. <laughs> all right, and you, yeah. And then you in the background you hear, "Do not go gentle into that good podcast." Yes. <laughs> do not do it. This yes. podcast is made to rage to the close of day. <laughs> Uh, so I, I am exposed. I still have not heard the theme song, but I will. I will one day. I'm going to blow your mind and blow our listeners' minds when I know what the we'll theme see. song sounds like. All we right. will see. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'm definitely ready to record more episodes with you. I have I very much enjoyed taking more of a turn to uh, just, you know, doing the episode for us and making it as best we can and kind of, you know, social media happens. It happens. That's great. But, uh, yeah. but you know, it's just – um. It's been great to see more listeners. It's been great to release the mini reviews. And uh, this podcast, ne- at this time next year, it will not be the same podcast at all. But I'm very, yeah. ex- just like, you know, this time last year, it wasn't the same podcast at all. So I'm very excited to see where it goes from here, uh, how it evolves. Yeah, and, uh, exactly. And where we go from here. Are you, are you, Tyler, not last name, not middle name, <laughs> in any particular order. Will Will you continue being my co-host for the Politipop podcast? You have my sword, <laughs> I, <gasps> and I, you know, I, I just want to close out with with saying, um, I've really enjoyed being on it. Uh, and, and when you asked me to keep doing it with you, I was, you know, I was really excited and 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 kind of honored. I really thought it was going to be a three three episode thing and you were either going to not do it again or continue doing it with with different guests and and when you asked me to stay on i was really excited and you've you know besides the joe armstrong one you've you've pretty much have always told me even if i'm busy you're like i'm not doing it without you like we'll make it work you know um even when we had other guests involved you were like no you have to be on it i'm not doing it without you and that's that's always made me feel really good and and uh you know i I like i said i've really enjoyed doing it I've, i've learned a lot uh 
you know, while recording this and researching. And I think I, you know, when I went into it, I was already, already on that path of, you know, educating myself. And you know, I've mentioned it multiple times. My girlfriend has taught me uh, a lot in the years I've been with her and I'm a very different person because of her. But, um, I, I think I've evolved even more on this podcast. You know, I, I went into it understanding things like white privilege, but left understanding my own, uh, you know, racism right like you know understanding that yeah, that's in yeah. it's in and all white people and... my own shit exposed to to myself that i'm like oh wow you know did i just say that or did i just think that right yeah you know i guess we can all learn something <laughs> exactly and i think that's been really really helpful for me because it's made me more comfortable with the subjects um it's made me more comfortable with myself and i i feel like you know i could have i i have actually had some really honest and uh educational conversations with people who didn't understand these concepts and been able to do it in a, uh, a clear and concise way where I don't think I could have before. So I'm really grateful for, you know, for all I've learned and all I've been able to, you know, discuss with you and, and really, you know, uh, delving into socialism and, and equality for, for all people. Cause I really, I really do believe in all that. And, uh, you know, I think the things we say in this podcast are very authentic and hopefully people listening aren't like, oh, they're just doing it, you know, because they're on mic. But I, I think we really both feel the way we we do today and we speak about these things and want to talk about them and continue to learn and get better. You know, I'm not I'm not where I need to be right every day. I have to make conscious decisions to do better and to think differently. But I hope, you know, in a year from now. I've done even more and I've, I've accomplished more, you know, of my, my own development. And, uh, this podcast has been instrumental in that. So I, I want to thank you for letting me be on it with you and for anyone who's listened. And, uh, I look forward to discussing more stuff and, and really learning. Well, uh, you know, it's been our pleasure. And by our, I mean myself as, as the co-host and creator of the podcast and, right. you know, just your fucking brother, like, uh, when, you know, my, when my wife doesn't want to hear my shit while I'm going off on these rants that she agrees with, but it's just like, <laughs> all right, I gotta, you know, she's a lot better at disconnecting than I am. You know, you and I can go like, what the hell is going on on the yeah, podcast yep. together? And, and, you know, that's been great. And, you know, I think I've also, I've also enjoyed just kind of having a foil for it because, I think there's times where you may not be super well versed on a subject so I can pick it up and times when I may be underprepared for something and you can pick it up. Definitely. You know, I I love the idea that we don't claim to be professionals on anything and we always provide our show notes and sources and we're always open to critique. And, you know, to an extent, I'm sure that hurts the listener base. People don't want to listen to people who don't seem sure of themselves, but also I hope it helps the listeners because this could literally be you. Uh, you could, you know, you could be the person making a podcast or or choosing to use your art or, or music or whatever it is to to explain yourself, uh, to, to express yourself. Uh, you know, the, the difference between us and you is that we're just doing it. Like the person who's like, oh, I've always wanted to start a podcast. Yeah. Or I've always wanted to yep. do this. You know, we're those people, but for other hobbies you know for yeah, other for yeah. other professions we've always wanted to do this and we just haven't so like and i think we introduce things and you know like you said we're not experts on it but hopefully by introducing it to the listener they can they can do more research they can learn more about it maybe they'll become an expert on it i don't know but you know we're just we're just presenting the ideas there uh you know for them to to kind of explore and and like you said it i i just it's just fun to talk with you, you know? Even if we, there were zero people listening, I look forward every week to having a discussion with you and, uh, you know, being able to really delve into this stuff. And it's helped me quite a bit getting myself into that that same mindset that I'm just, you know, 
just happy happy to do it uh but remember just like when we think of fred hampton right you don't want to be or you don't want to be following a messiah necessarily like you want to be able to be that person who can take over if that person is 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 you know gone or whatever so like there's a leader in all of us is what i'm trying to say there's a voice in all of us and uh you know hope whether you're new or you're you're an older listener uh you know thank you for 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 listening to our voice and hopefully you've been able to to find your own in the process if you're listening you are the resistance you very much are and if you're not listen to a few more episodes and you will be i swear <laughs> like don't 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 turn away uh, what do we say we were reviewing next week, Ty? We were going to be doing a housekeeping, and then we were going to be finishing up the Falcon and the Winter Soldier on the on the thirtieth, right? That's right. All right. So uh, next week, everybody, we have a housekeeping. We're going to be following up on uh, uh, violence against uh, AAPI individuals. We're going to be talking about uh, Dante Wright. We're going to be talking about the Derek Chauvin trial, and uh, and so much more. <laughs> and oh of course boy. we gotta we gotta find at least one reason to shit on Biden because yeah fuck Biden yeah fuck <laughs> fuck Biden <laughs> thank God he 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 chose a a, a gay man to lead um, immigration <laughs> enforcement uh, literally <laughs> that happened I'm not making that yeah up. but uh, yeah. but we'll we'll delve into it a lot more next week uh, for those of you. We're still here. Remember, you can rate and review us, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us on YouTube, where I used to put outtakes and never put any exclusive material. You can find us on Twitter at PolitipopPod, Instagram at PolitipopPodcast. You can email us, as always, to let us know your thoughts or, or provide uh, counterpoints or you know, just outright agree with us or throw us some ad money uh, at politipopcast at gmail.com. All of our show notes and sources are politipoppodcast.wordpress.com. I can't guarantee there will be around for this episode uh but uh but you know maybe we'll throw them into our housekeeping and as always a special thanks to all of you the listeners out there to antonia hava for logo design and to my renewed co-host who was just a guest for this episode <laughs> uh to, to to you as well for the politipop podcast i have been mike booch i have been ty and remember, no matter what you're watching, no matter what you're reading, no matter what you're thinking, no matter what you're listening to, please never stop thinking, never stop learning, and always remember to read between the lines. And see. By the way, we should have just thrown credits up right there. Boom, boom. Politipop podcast done for the week. That was great. <laughs> <laughs>